Welcome to Reclaim Your A-Game. I'm your host, Christine Franklin. I'm a best-selling author and firm believer that we all deserve to live lives full of joy and show up as the best version of ourselves in every area. Beyond awards and accolades, being on your A-game is about being mindful of what makes you feel your best and settling for nothing less. That's what today's episode is all about. Joining me is Carmen Miranda. Yes, that's her real name. And she and I definitely see eye to eye on the topic of habitually checking in with yourself. If you've ever felt like you can't give 100% because you're disconnected from yourself, this episode is a must listen. Carmen Miranda helps women release weight, maintain their energy, and find realistic strategies to sustain fitness and wellness in their lives for the long term. Her approach is, in order to achieve lasting wellness, you have to know yourself. I love that. She encourages her clients to use their body's cues, self-awareness, and intuition to uncover what works specifically and enjoyably for them. Welcome, Carmen. It's so good to have you here. And I know you have so much to share with our listeners because you and I are definitely on the same wavelength when it comes to finding balance and self-care and all that goodness. Mm -hmm. So I am really interested in how you managed to find balance in your own life. Is there a time when you didn't feel very balanced and therefore you made sure you put certain things in place? Tell me about it. Well, yeah, first, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. And yes, we have so much in common, many different wavelengths in the way we think and work. So yay. Um, yeah, so to answer that question, it's kind of an ongoing thing for me, um, where I'm like exploring, you know, new ways to, you know, put myself first for self care to better care for myself. Um, as life change changes, it's, um, really important for me to slow down and check in with myself constantly to figure out what it is that I'm needing in this moment, um, what's going to support me, um, you know, particularly as an entrepreneur. It's literally about like finding your own flow as an entrepreneur and being an entrepreneur, there's a bit of a gift in being able to find your flow because we what I believe is live in a collective society where we're constantly um, you know, put in the mindset where we need to go, go, go to keep up with the Joneses. If you stop, you're going to fall behind. You know, there's like a constant need to always be producing work or being at the front of the line or, or getting things done. If not, you're going to get left behind. So there's like a an invisible anxiety. I feel like a lot of people in the working world, whether you're, you know, working for someone else, whether you're working for yourself, that constantly goes on in our mind if we don't get conscious about it and slow down and step back and say, okay, is this really true? Do we really need to be living and working, you know, in this way? Does this work for everyone? Because we're, we're no one size fits all. Everyone has a different way of needing to be and show up in the world. And I'm one of those people. For me, for my mental health, for my physical, for my emotional health, it is very, very important for me to constantly check in with myself on a day-to-day -day basis. How are you feeling today? What are you needing for yourself? Where are you emotionally and mentally today? And taking note of that and having compassion for myself if I don't have that go, go, go drive today, right? And allowing myself to be where I am and, and giving myself what I need, whether that's taking a shorter day at work and getting that rest, 
whether it's knowing that today is not a day that I can spend six hours in front of my computer and maybe I need to take breaks for breathing or walking or moving, making sure that I'm well-nourished? Am I having midday crashes because I haven't eaten a proper breakfast for what it is that I need for myself? It's really just giving myself the permission to know that I am important, my life is important, my energy is important, and no matter what else is going on around me, in order for me to be good for myself and good for my work and good for everyone else around me, I need to constantly check in with myself and do what I can to give myself what it is that I'm needing for where I'm at day by day. That's beautiful. And I'm right there with you. Mm -hmm. I totally agree <laughs> that we definitely need to just sit with it sometimes. Yeah. Every day is not the same. Mm -hmm. Even if we're working out typically most days, every day doesn't feel the same. We don't feel strong every day, That's right. whether it's physically or emotionally. And sometimes you just need to sit and be mm -hmm. and feel that for a bit and then figure out, okay, what's the next step here? What am I going to get up and do now that I'm ready to get up, but just sit with it until you're ready. And I, I think that's so important. We really do need to give ourselves permission. So I love that you talked about that. Mm -hmm. And that's not something that we're taught. Nope. So how did you come to learn about the importance of checking in? How did you even think of that concept? Because we are typically taught you know, we need to achieve things in life. We need to be on this go, go, go mission mm -hmm. and get things done. And very few people talk about what needs to happen in that journey to take care of ourselves. Yeah. So how did you come to even know about that? Yeah, well, you know, for me, yeah, like you're saying, we're not taught that for sure. And it can even give people some anxiety around giving themselves that permission to slow down and check in because we're not taught it. We're like, am I doing something wrong by like not working today? Am I, am I doing something wrong by not giving a thousand percent today to everyone else around me? It feels like there's a shame around not showing up a hundred percent every single day. And, and that's just, it's just not a reality of, of, of how we can live a healthy life. So for me, um, you know, I'm, I'm a holistic fitness and wellness coach, and I've been in the industry for 15 years. And so over time, I've learned things about like, you know, what stress can do to you, what overwhelm can do to you, what not taking care of yourself can do to you in the long run, how actual stress and not getting enough sleep and can literally kill you later on. You know, you, you know, I was taking in this information and, and knowing it, but it's hard to really like grasp it until sometimes you come to that like rock bottom place of like oh this is a real thing yeah I've <laughs> you know been what there. I mean? yeah <laughs> so it's like you know I have had a few moments where I came to a place of overwhelm a place of just disconnection from myself and um and just even to a place of depression because I just felt so out of alignment with life around me. And I didn't know that I am the type of person that needs to kind of move at my own pace a little bit and that that's okay. Right. Because, you know, as I was trying to build a business and, and do all these things, you know, it, and doing it as a, as a one woman show for the most part for a while, I was feeling overwhelmed with like all these things, these to-do lists, these tasks, you know, and, and who am I to stop working if I'm not financially in a place where, you know, I can support myself. I need to keep going and keep going. And what I realized is when I go from that place of 
overwhelm and stress and confusion, I'm disconnected from my own clarity and my own creativity. So I'm not even good to my business at that point because I'm not producing good work. I'm not a good example for my clients. I'm not good at holding genuine space in the safe container for clients if I'm not energetically in a good space. So it really took me a couple times, to be honest, of feeling like a rock bottom overwhelm, even a disconnection from my work, even a little bit of, of a you know, disconnected from joy in creating my work for me to have to say like, is it me not liking my work or is it me not liking the way that I am showing up for my work and showing up for my clients? And, and, you know, it took some soul searching and some slowing down and asking myself these questions, giving myself the permission to ask myself my questions, go back to my why, go back to what's important to me and knowing that, no, I love my work and I love supporting people. And it's, this work is so important to get out there, not only for my clients, but even for myself, right? And 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 just realizing that, no, the way that I am showing up on a day-to-day -day basis in my work and in my life is what's not working. So something needs to change. So that took me slowing down a little bit. That took me asking myself questions of what I need. It took me going to therapy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It really took <laughs> some time for me to say, okay, we are all different. And the way that I need to work and approach my day-to-day -day life is going to look different than the hand that I've been dealt or what I've been told to do all of my life. And that is okay because my well-being is what's most important. Yeah, that's so, so crucial. Mm -hmm. And it's really difficult because it feels like you're going against the grain when you start yeah. to think that way. Mm -hmm. And Sometimes you think, should I really, should I take that time off? Just as you said, mm -hmm. and for our entrepreneurs, that's exactly the experience that we have. We mm -hmm. know that there's so much we want to do and it feels like it's so hard to get it all done. And if we take that time off, we'll be even further behind. Yes. So there's that constant pressure in the back of our minds and mm -hmm. it's really hard to go the other way for a bit and actually mm -hmm. take care of ourselves. So kudos yes. to you, you for making sure that you're really on your A game, your A yeah. game for yourself, your A game for your clients. Mm -hmm. That is Absolutely. so, so important. Yes. And so what do you see as the biggest challenge when you're working with clients that they're encountering in their own daily lives with trying to find that sense of balance, taking time to slow down and take care of themselves? What seems to pop up the most for them? Yeah, I think it's, I'm going to say three things. One is fear, fear of giving themselves that permission, kind of like what I was experiencing in, in, at the beginning. Like there's this fear of, can I say that I deserve this time off? Can I say this out loud? Right. And then there's the, the other piece of um, not being willing to ask for support. Right. Like there's like, I think asking for support is so important, whether that's asking your family for support. Can you help me with some extra chores? Can you help me do this? Or asking for someone to support you in your business or for someone to support you in your work. There's sometimes, you know, we have this feeling within us, like we need to show up and do this ourselves. And, you know, no one's going to get it right if, if I give the job to someone else. Like how can we surrender, right, and allow ourselves to ask for support more so that we can take certain things off of our plates. Um, so there's that piece there. And another piece around setting boundaries is the other one as well. 
like a lot of my clients, I work with mostly women and I do see this a lot with women is that we feel afraid to, or like we don't have, um, the right to, or even the permission for self to set boundaries in our life, in our work, right? Like some clients I have, you know, who work for others in corporate or something like that, like they never shut off from work. If their work hours are from nine to six or whatever, and then they go home, sometimes my clients are still taking calls and emails up until like midnight. So they really don't have the time to decompress and be with family and relax and watch TV, whatever it is that they want to do when they get home, because they are never able to disconnect their mind from work. And then as soon as they wake up at 6am, there are a ton of emails waiting for them there. So when is it, you know, when is it going to come to the time where we realize that sometimes work will literally put us in the hospital, make us sick, mm-hmm. make us get an autoimmune disease or something crazy like that? When yep. is it going to come to the point where you can stand up and say to your boss or to clients or whoever it is, that for my own mental health and for me to produce the work that I know that I can, this is my cutoff time for me to recharge my batteries and come back. And it, like I said, we don't live in a society where, where that's like, you know, like that's encouraged, you know, to say no, to set a boundary, to say, this is what I need so that I can be better for the whole. So, you know, that comes as a challenge when I introduce these concepts to clients. They're like, what do you even mean? And I'm like, well, you know, why don't you just try this little thing here? Why don't you just try to ask for what you need here and see how that feels? And usually at the other side of the the fear, it's actually supporting them. Like, oh, actually I asked, you know, my husband or my kids if they can just take this off of my plate while I do this. And wow, that was like such a relief. Um, Or, you know, I told my boss that, you know, at 8 p.m. I'm not going to answer the phone anymore. And, you know, they didn't love it. But the fact is, is that it was so everyone survived. I didn't get fired. You know what I mean? But I felt better. So it's just about taking little chunks and little pieces and and just giving yourself that permission to do something different for your own health and wellness. Yeah, that's so true. I was that person. I was a stressed out marketing manager. Mm-hmm. I used to have a pile of papers in my living room pretty much at all times. My work laptop was always there next to me every evening. My mm-hmm. boss used to call me at night over the weekends, holidays, whenever. Mm-hmm. And I knew that they had said that there were budget constraints and so I wouldn't get more staff. And I just felt like, well, this is just how it's going to be. This is just the way it has to be. And I loved the job. That's the other thing. So also when you love what you're doing, then it's hard to step away from it because it's not like I was going to work every day saying, oh gosh, why do I have to be here? I don't want to be here. I didn't feel that way. So I enjoyed what I was doing. I kept doing more and more of it. And what happens when you keep getting stuff done? more gets added to your plate (laughs) and I definitely did not know how to say no (laughs) Mm -hmm. so I learned a lot through that journey Mm -hmm. and I know exactly what you mean about how difficult it can be to stand up and ask for support Mm -hmm. and even as an entrepreneur I got a team and I used to think oh when I become a millionaire or billionaire that's when I'll have a team And I'm not a millionaire yet, but I thought, I want my days to feel a certain way. And I can't wait until that day comes when I'm a millionaire someday to try to plow through every day in the meantime on my own. It just won't work. I mean, where will I end up? I'll end up right back where I was when I was that stressed out marketing manager. 
Yeah, and that's the last thing I want. So I totally get it. It's really, really hard when you're in it to see your way out of it. Yes. So it's wonderful that your clients have you so that you can support them through it because you do need that extra voice, that extra bit of encouragement to shine that light, to show you there's another path that you can take. And if you take just one step, that's a step in the right direction. And the other steps will become clearer and easier, but it's just to take that one step in a slightly different direction. So I totally get it. So what would you say is your biggest challenge now as an entrepreneur with trying to find that balance? So I'm from New York City and um, I moved to L.A. probably a year and a half ago. So I'm still fairly new here, you know, getting my roots, you know, into the ground. So I'm essentially like rebuilding my business from scratch, if you will. You know, I've been in the industry for 15 years, but now this is like new territory, I feel like. So I am in that place of like, you know, I need to make sure my finances are in order. I need to make sure like I have enough clients coming in. I'm brand new. I need to make sure that I'm okay. So I hit that, that place sometimes of like, I am not exactly where I want to be just yet or where I feel like I need to be. So who am I to take this time off? Right? Like that's kind of been the little angry, mean voice in my head. That's telling me like, what do you mean you're tired? Or what do you mean you're feeling stressed today? Like, you need to get another client this month, you know, like, who are you to like, say you're taking the time off. So in that piece, I do need to remember two things, asking for support where I can, whether that's from my partner, or, you know, other people in my industry or something like asking for support where I can. And the other piece is slowing down for a moment, checking in with my thoughts, and even if it's like journaling or meditating or whatever it is that I need it, praying, whatever it is that I need to do to remind myself that, you know, if I try to continue to do this work under the stress that I'm under, under the overwhelm, under the, the fear that I'm under right now, it's not going to make the situation better. It's definitely not going to bring in the clients. It's definitely not going to help me show up in the visibility and, and in the light that I want to because I'm not feeling good right now. So why don't I just, if, if I know that coming in with this energy, I'm not going to bring in the work that I want anyway, why can't I just step back and allow myself to refresh and rejuvenate and do what I need to do and know that I'll come in stronger and this is going to be what's going to support me to actually get the work done that I need to get done. So it's literally about coaching myself, you know, being my own therapist, slowing down and doing the work because I deserve it and I'm important. And sometimes things are not go, go, go and fast, fast, fast. It needs to be slow down sometimes and that's okay. Yeah, I get it. I coach myself all the time. You know, I mm -hmm. literally will be talking to myself and saying, Christine, you know better than this. Mm -hmm. You know that you need to take a step back <laughs> and reevaluate. And it's really, that's what determines how we show up. Just as you said, that's how mm -hmm. we show up for our loved ones. That's how we show up for ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's going to determine how we show up for our clients. And then that determines how far we can really go to make the impact we want to have. Mm -hmm. And it's so crucial to get that element of, taking care of ourselves so we can then put ourselves out into the world and do what we were meant to do in the way we were meant to do it. Mm -hmm. So I am totally on board with that. 
believe me. And the funny thing is <laughs> that when we were arranging this interview, you took time off because yes. <laughs> I got an auto reply. <laughs> and I yes. saw it and I thought, I love that because funny enough, I had been saying to myself, I need to take a break. I'd been mm-hmm. doing more, being my mother's primary caregiver, and she had more needs recently. And I thought, you know, I really need to take some time just to be able to breathe, to not feel like I'm constantly juggling everything. And I was so inspired when I got your auto reply. <laughs> and I said, I am going to schedule this break. I'm not just going to talk about it. I'm not just going to think about it. I'm going to actually get it on my schedule. Oh, and I, I think that. I took that break maybe two weeks after you took yours. Okay. So when you came back and you responded to me, you probably got my auto reply. Take that like time off, girl, and tell everyone you're taking it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my first time inspired. doing that. Yes, yes, that was my first time doing that. You know, I would go away, but I'd still kind of be available for texts or if a client needed something or something like that. You know, maybe I'll tell them I'm taking a few days off, but I really committed to those eight days, and I was like, I'm gonna put it on my email reply. So when someone messages, they're gonna see. Carmen is relaxing this week so that she can refresh herself and come back better. And when I tell you just by doing that, it like sealed it for me. Like, no, you told everyone this is what you're doing. So really do it. And I probably had like the best like eight days ever because I literally disconnected so hard. Like I disconnected that I didn't have any worries, any concerns at all. That was my commitment to myself and it felt so juicy. So I recommend doing that for sure. I know it felt so good. Mm -hmm. And when I told my husband I was taking a break, he looked at me kind of skeptical. He was like, "Mm mm-hmm, let's see how that (laughs) works out. Because the last time I said that, I was still working, right? Right. I was still trying to tidy up loose ends. I was still responding to people. Maybe I worked a little less, but I was still working. So I said, I'm going to show you. This time it's going to be different. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I put that other reply on and I had already planned Whenever I take a break, I'm going to do that because I absolutely don't want any interruptions. I don't want to even have to think about email. Mm -hmm. And so this was the time that I really took a break. So I was very proud of myself, just like you're saying. I was Mm -hmm. so proud of myself. I thought, this feels so good. And another colleague who actually I interviewed also for this podcast told me, you know what? It's a good idea to schedule that every 90 days. So not just waiting until you feel like, oh, I'm so tired. I really need this break, but Mm -hmm. actually putting it in your schedule and coming up to 2023, Mm -hmm. it's a great opportunity to set your calendar and get that in there every 90 days. So you don't even have to think about it. You just know I'm going to get time to rejuvenate. I love that. And I thought that was so brilliant. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. And he said, you know, when you need to, just take an extra day, have a longer weekend, Mm -hmm. take a Friday off and, you know, just get a chance to refresh yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wait for that 90 day break either. (laughs) You know, when you need it, it, you take it. That's right. So, yeah, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. So if there's anyone listening to us who is struggling to slow down, to feel like I can really take that time for myself, even if it's a short time, what would you say to that person? Hmm. I would say to them, well, it's either, 
if we're um if we're being honest, it's either you take the time now, you find a way to give yourself the permission to take the time now, or not to be a negative Nancy, but just to be completely real with you, your body will take it at some point. You know, if you keep yep. overwhelming yourself and overloading yourself and riding daily on stress and fight or flight and anxious mode, getting things done, putting everyone else first, not listening to your body's cues, not checking in with yourself. You know, I don't wish this on anyone. I don't want to be the negative Nancy, but the truth is if you don't hear those calls now, later on down the line, your body will make you get sick or your body will shut down in some way, shape or form and will force you to take that time off. And nobody wants that. Come on, please. No one wants to be sick. No one wants to have to pay for expenses for medical bills or anything crazy like that. So just hear the call now and take the time for yourself now so that you have to avoid any unnecessary time off. And you can be able to allow yourself to take time off in a fun, enjoyable, relaxing way of your choosing, not your body's forced choice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So true. Mm -hmm. I felt my body going down that path. Mm -hmm. I lost a dramatic amount of weight. Well, maybe it wasn't dramatic because I've always been petite, but it looked dramatic to me mm -hmm. <laughs> because I was not trying to lose weight. I was like, if I lose any more weight, I'm going to disappear. Yeah. And I could feel literally like my body felt heated from the inside out. Mm -hmm. I don't know any other way to describe it, but Clearly, that's some inflammation coming on. That's mm -hmm. that anxiety, that blood rushing. And I could feel the difference in my body. I could feel how foggy my brain was, which is actually counterproductive. So obviously, I got less done. I was mm -hmm. worrying about getting everything done, and I got less done because I couldn't think clearly, just as you were saying about opening up your creative juices yep. by having been refreshed and taking that time for yourself. I wasn't doing that. So... I felt it in my body first. I always tell clients, even if you're thinking that you're okay and your mind can trick you mm -hmm. into thinking, you can tell yourself a story, you know, this is how it has to be, or this is all right, I'm managing it, but your body will never lie. That's right. Your body's going to give you those signals regardless. So mm -hmm. it's really important to pay attention to them. And having said that, that leads us into your freebie, which we're going to talk about in a minute. It's on mindful eating mm -hmm. and even your brand intuitively fit 360 mm -hmm. is all about intuitive living. And I'm sure being healthy in an, in, in an intuitive way. So I would love to hear how you define mindful eating. Yes, absolutely. So. I love mindful eating because there are a few great things that you can receive from it. So mindful eating is just taking that time to be with yourself and your food. Some of the benefits for mindful eating is really slowing down and enjoying your food. Because sometimes we eat so fast, we don't even like taste our food. You know, it's great for your digestions because sometimes we're eating really quickly and we're not noticing. And then you can start getting like heartburn or indigestion and things like that. So just like really slowing down and being with and enjoying your food. It also helps you when you slow down, you can listen to your natural body's cues and hormones that are telling you when they're hungry and then when they're satisfied. And if you're slowing down enough, putting your fork down in between your bites, you can feel when your body's like, I'm actually satisfied. And if you're not, you know, 
being like mindless while you're eating, you won't go into that space of, you know, overindulging without even realizing it. Cause sometimes someone could eat a full plate and be like, Whoa, I'm full. I didn't even realize that I was like full already. You know what I mean? So that can help slow you down and really get you connected to your body's cues around, you know, when you're ready to eat and when you're not, it also helps you to understand what foods are supportive for you because you can eat some food and then you can check in with yourself a few minutes after you've eaten and see if this food just brought you some extra energy and you you feel like ready to get back to work or ready to do what you're doing or if you feel like you want to just lay on the sofa and you have nothing left have you ever eaten like a big bowl of pasta and then after that you're just like stuffed and you're like laying on the sofa and you're like drained and you have nothing left so that can also tell you what foods are supportive for your energy what foods are bringing your energy down and also um it can help you notice what foods you're sensitive to as well because if you're really paying attention to your meal and then afterwards you're noticing some discomfort in your body you can start to identify what foods are actually not supportive of your body and take note of that and use that to your to your um you know to to better yourself (laughs) i can't get the word out but the really cool piece is that you know a lot of us will sit in front of the computer and work and eat at the same time and not give yourself that permission to get away from the computer or sit at the TV or, or walk while you're eating and all these things like that. But mindful eating actually gives you that permission to step away from the computer, to step away from the TV, to step away from the craziness of the world and to really sit down with yourself. And it's kind of, it can be a meditative time because it's for you, it's for your food, for your digestion, for your moment. And you have that time to just relax and recover and be with self and actually energize yourself again. So it's a really good way to reset your mind, to step away from all the craziness and connect with your body and connect with your food and the nutrients that it's providing you. So there's a lot of really great things about mindful eating for sure. I love it. Mm -hmm. Digestive wellness expert Russell Mariani always says it's as important to think about how you eat as it is to think about what you eat. And that's a piece that we don't hear enough about. We hear about choosing the right foods and making sure our nutrition is well balanced and all of that. And everyone asks me, and I'm sure will ask you, what should I eat? What's the best thing to eat to be healthy and manage Mm -hmm. my weight and all of that? But it's not just about having some perfect list of foods. It's about how you actually consume the foods and Mm -hmm. how well your digestion's working Mm -hmm. and how that mind-body connection is working as well. So I'm so glad that you really shared about that because I really believe that we need to talk about this more. And it would be wonderful to have this highlighted as much as fad diets are highlighted and all the latest tricks and trends and hacks that (laughs) we hear about. Mm -hmm. Mindful eating is the foundation and it's extremely important. So mm-hmm. at least we've had a chance to shine some light on it here today. Yay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that is the foundation of your free gift. Kind of what I was, I started to highlight a little bit about mindful eating and it just kind of gives you some tips on how to try it out on your own. So, you know, I, I suggest giving it a try. It's not a diet. It's not anything intense or extreme. It's a great way to help you deepen your relationship to yourself and your body and your body's cues. 
it's a great way to help you enjoy and deepen your relationship to food and the nutrients in the food and how it's supporting you. And it's it's a little sneaky way of giving you permission to stop everything and to get away from everything and to spend some time with yourself while you're eating. So yeah, try it out. I hope you like it. And you know, you can find me on social media or email me um, and let me know how, how it went. I'd love to hear. I hope you Yes, it. for sure. It'll be in the show notes. Carmen, it's been such a pleasure. I'm so passionate about talking about listening to our body's cues and making ourselves a priority. I love connecting with more like-minded leaders in the world and, you know, just having the space for us to get this information out to people because there's definitely other ways of living and feeling better rather than what we learn in the go, go, go life that I think needs to uh, evaporate. <laughs> well said. Let's do that. Let's just make it evaporate. Yes. <laughs> Let's replace it with this mindful, intuitive yes. way of living. Oh, yeah. that'd be wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was fun. Oh, Carmen, thanks again. It's been a pleasure. And I look forward to continuing to hear more about what you're doing and I'll continue to share that with our listeners as well. Great. Thank you so much. After listening to this conversation, how about checking in with yourself to see if some soul searching is needed right now? That's a regular habit that has made my life incredibly fulfilling because it keeps me aligned with my purpose and I'm sure it can do the same for you.